as you boom all night long yes freaking go it is another glorious week to be an LSU Tiger fan, and I do want to start things off tonight with a sad story. Dick Butkus passed away at the age of 80, one of the goats. So, obviously, that's really sad, and yeah, that was one of my favorite players to watch just highlights growing up, but that's for more of our old schoolers. Now, for the new school generation I am starting to feel better about LSU's chances versus Missouri this weekend. But I do want to start with the big news today that Deuce Chestnut is done with LSU football for the time being. Um, He's no longer with the team. Now, there are some that believe there is a way back that was mentioned today. But as of right now... One of the key transfer defensive backs coming in from Syracuse, I think out of any of the defensive backs that came into LSU this offseason, outside of Denver Harris, uh, Deuce Chestnut was the one with the most hype. This was a multiple-year starter at Syracuse. And he's just not it. And at this point, he is not with the team. So you are not going to see Deuce Chestnut this weekend versus Missouri. He was a healthy scratch versus Ole Miss. This is not injury related. And there could be a whole slew of reasons why he is not playing. But the truth is, when he did play, He wasn't good. He simply wasn't good. And your best ability is availability. And up to this point, a lot of the transfers, uh, just in general for LSU, half of the battle hasn't necessarily been the fact that they haven't played all that great. It's that they have not been really available. They have been very banged up or not with the team for whatever reason. And that is an antithesis of the transfer portal class last year where they were some of the most reliable players that we had on the team. So up to this point, um, I'm not sure how much this hurts LSU. In many ways, it could benefit LSU. And, you know, as a DB, you're not wondering, well, kid, is Deuce going to come back and save us? No, he's not a part of the equation now. So this opens the door for maybe a Jeremiah Hughes to play, maybe a Javian Toviano to play, maybe somebody out there that could – give us something as an outside corner or just something as a defensive back for LSU going in to this game versus Missouri. The next thing is Deshaun Womack. All right. So the coaches show is, uh, I believe happening as I actually do this live stream. And somebody asked uh, Brian Kelly about Deshaun Womack. And he said that there are still some things, um, that he is currently developing as a player, okay, if um, that makes sense. Uh, Let me show you the full quote because I've been asked a lot this week about Womack, and then after this, we're going to get to all your comments on this glorious Thursday evening. Um, This is from Wilson Alexander. Will Deshaun Womack play after not having a defensive stamp against Ole Miss? Brian Kelly's full quote. Uh, 
He just needs a little bit more time in the oven. He's still cooking a little bit. We're going to take him out and play him this weekend. You've got to be able to physically handle the guy over you. He is not there yet. He is not physically strong enough to do that. Can he come off the edge on third down? Absolutely. He is a pass rusher, but he doesn't have all the tools yet. So that actually kind of makes sense. I mean, we've only really seen him as a pass rusher up to this point. But I do think there is no excuse when we were not getting any pass rush whatsoever that he wasn't involved in the game plan at all towards the end. Our defensive line could barely even fire off uh, the football. Okay, so Brian Kelly did also say to LSU Radio uh, tonight that they have been practicing a little bit more tackling as of late. Also, this is kind of cool. The Savannah Bananas are coming to Alec Box Stadium. Um, I kind of want to see them. Huh? 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 March 14th to 16th. Okay, so um, the injury report here for Missouri not anyone truly key that they are missing up to this point, but I do want to get down to the injury report for LSU. And as of right now, the injury report for LSU, Chris Hilton, questionable. He hurt himself on the last play. So quite simply adding injury to insult after uh Dropping the pass, it should have been pass interference. He's questionable. Omar Spates is questionable, and Aaron Anderson is questionable. And that goes along with what we said a minute ago about transfers. Aaron Anderson can't stay healthy. Omar Spates can't stay healthy. That's obviously not all their fault. Injuries oftentimes come down to how lucky you are. Okay, let's start off with the Super Chat here with Steven. Thank you so much. Should have gotten Fintrell Cypress instead. Yeah, we live in a world of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Fitchell Cypress is, of course, one of the best uh, corners in America right now, and he is a transfer from Virginia. Go really good to see you, L.A. Mom, uh, Doctor Morgan, Big Al, Tiger, uh, Tony the Tiger, Cliff, the president of PHLs in here. Um, so there you go. Uh, Devitt said Florida State offered him three hundred k. LSU offered one hundred k. So, yeah, he just got outbid. Ha, 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 ha. If that is indeed true. No comment here. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's been all kinds of rumors this week about NIL, transfer portal, and all those things. So, there you go. Now, next thing. Does Brian Kelly see a bounce-back performance this week from LSU? Do we see something, anything, sign of life? some resiliency, or is this team going to come out flat in a back-to-back road game scenario? Um, We shall see. We shall see. You know, for me, I I feel as if LSU is going to come out and play really well. And the more I've looked into Missouri, maybe I'm totally wrong. Because the smart thing would be for me to predict Missouri to win this game. And there's a lot of things that show that Missouri is going to win this game. The first thing is the point spread is slowly creeping towards Missouri. It opened up at seven. It's now all the way down to four. LSU have favored by four. I've shared this as well. I've seen a few of the analytic people that I like. The predictive analytic folks that do their own projections and models and all of that. And they have Missouri winning this game. 
the most prominent of which Bill Connolly of S plea plus he actually has LSU losing this game. So it's very interesting. And it would make me look like freaking Nostradamus because back in February, I said the trickiest game on LSU schedule will be Missouri. Okay. And preseason, I picked LSU to go 10 and two, nine and three ish, right? I went back and forth on the Bama game. I went back and forth on Missouri or Ole Miss. I thought LSU was going to lose one of these games. And back in February, I said Missouri is going to be the toughest game on the schedule. It's on the back end of a back-to-back road game. I predicted the Ole Miss game to be at night. I predicted the Missouri game to be at 11 a.m. Those things happen. And I shared that Missouri was going to be better than advertised. They got Brady Cook. He's a dual-threat quarterback. They got Luther Burden. They've got a bunch of five-star transfers that are in there. Okay? So, for some reason... Even though before the season, I felt Missouri, especially if LSU beat Ole Miss, I felt pretty good that Missouri was going to make this game very close and actually pull the upset. But now, I I, I don't know. It's just my heart is telling me LSU is going to come out there and win by two scores. This is a non-battle-tested Missouri team. This is a Missouri team whose three best wins on the season all were by one possession. Their best SEC team that they played up to this point has been Vanderbilt. In fact, it's been the only SEC team. Their only other big-time win came against the Kansas State team that lost their best quarterback, lost their transcendent running back, lost some key pieces on defense, had a very experienced offensive line last year, and Missouri beat them on a 61-yard field goal. It was a close game. Weird game. Okay? Um, So let's go to Danny Girl. I did not gain confidence from the press conference. He is tempering expectations, I get, but he didn't convince me that we would see necessary changes. I will say this, Danny, and I I really do mean this, okay? I don't recall an LSU position group as bad as the LSU secondary. I I went through and I was like, I'm just struggling to find – Something like this current DB room. Now, Greg Brooks obviously changes that, but he's not available. Um, I would say at this point in the LSU DB room, I would say three of them total are SEC level defensive backs. Three. Okay. Now, that doesn't include the true freshmen. You can't really blame them for anything at this point, but there are three. That's Zy Alexander. Major Burns, and Andre Sam. The issue is of those three, two of them are playing well. Major Burns is not playing well. Andre Sam had a brutal game versus Ole Miss, but he was really good before that. And Zy Alexander is playing fine. He's playing very good compared to everybody else. So at this point, I'm looking at you, whoever you may be watching this, um, there is concern. There is there is a lot of concern. And this also doesn't really uh, – it, it does shock us how bad the secondary is. It really does shock us. But it doesn't really shock you that they're not good, if that makes sense, because every single report in training camp by sources 
we're, we're, we're telling you that the secondary was not good. Okay. Um, some of it's coaching. Uh, but at this point, dating girl, I don't know what changes you can make other than doing this. You have got to force Missouri to run the football. You just do. Now their running backs are good. Their offensive line is actually pretty solid. Um, but I would prefer them to run instead of throw. They've got a good quarterback. They've got the number one SEC yard per pass attempt passing offense in the SEC. So at this point, I I, I want them running the football. Okay. Yeah, Samuel, maybe we do need to change off the neck roll. Okay. Dexter says Missouri is a team that does good enough to win. They haven't scored over 40 points. They barely beat Middle Tennessee and K-State. They'll let Vandy hang in with them, so I'm confident LSU will win. Okay. No, Joseph, there have been worse. There have been worse. Okay. Now, next thing I do want to mention. You won't hear from me until Saturday. Pre-game, halftime, post-game show. Okay. Pre-game show will begin at 10-15. Okay. We are competing against game day and all those other guys and gals. That's when we're going to start. Okay. Pre-game, halftime, and post-game show. Post-game show will start immediately after the end of the Missouri game. Now, it's crazy. Thursday night, already 100 of you watching, a few of you on Facebook as well. Please, if you are watching this on any platform, even if you're listening to this on a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, anything like that, share it. Tell your friends about it. Leave the reviews. Subscribe. You guys know all of that. Do something. Don't just watch, okay? Obviously, Super Chats and donations go a long way. You guys know all my information. That's cool. But sharing is caring. Tell the world. Tell the world that PHL is the place to go for LSU football chatter. Um, yeah. Uh, here's something else that I think Brian Kelly's doing about Womack is, you know, the truth is, will he change some of the things that Ole Miss w- was doing this past weekend? Yeah, he changes some of it, but he's not the be-all, end-all when it comes to fixing everything. But I do agree, Stephen, he has got to play. He has got to play, okay? And it's not like, you know, he's like a true, true, true freshman. You know, this is a top 100 five-star, okay, who early enrolled, all right? And keep in mind, He's from Maryland. He's a Baltimore kid. Play him. Play him. And and I say that because, you know, it's easier for a Louisiana kid to stay at home. You're with all your family, your friends, everybody looked up going to LSU. It's a bold decision to go to LSU and not go to any of the other big schools that were after him. Okay? So, I only say this, if they were so good, they would be playing by now. But then again, we have seen LSU not play their best players. We've seen it. Okay. Um, 
I'll also mention this about this transfer portal class. Okay. Almost every single one of them, almost every single transfer has performed not only below expectations, but way below expectations. Okay. Um, there were some guys that I really wanted to see LSU go after, and uh, they really didn't. And they're, they're just so, some of these guys just have not cut it. They have not cut it. I think really outside of Jordan Jefferson and Swinson, um, it's 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 been a whole lot of just disappointment. Now. The next thing I I would bring up here, okay, and I know Joseph, uh, as we discussed, you know, last night, there's so many of these deeper cut three star guys that have been in the program but really haven't moved their way up, okay. I do want to bring up one thing, all right. I don't like when you base any type of system in any sport around just one person, okay? Now, if you do that and you win, then that's what you should do, right? Um, you know, it was Tom Moore, the, the the Colts offensive coordinator, had a famous saying, why is it that Peyton Manning takes so many reps in practice, and why did he take so many reps in the fourth quarter of blowouts? Because Tom Moore said, well, if Peyton Manning goes down, we're, we're effed no matter what. Okay, he said that's why we do it. There is no backup plan. Well, the good thing about college football is that it's not like that. There is no, well, there is now to a certain extent, but there is no salary cap, right? You can have an unlimited amount of resources of players that could go out there and do great things. Okay, now going into the season, I think if we were to list who the best players on LSU's team uh, are going in uh, to the 2023 season. I think you. I think we would go back and forth on Malik Neighbors and Harold Perkins um, as the number one player on the team, and the guy who's had the better season, of course, is Malik Neighbors. Well, Malik Neighbors has a defined role. Harold Perkins does not have a defined role. He he, he just doesn't. And part of I think the issue with this LSU defense, especially for Matt House, is. And I'm not making excuses for him. You guys know I'm not the biggest house guy. And I actually took a lot of heat in my Madhouse introductory video um, when he was hired that I what that I didn't just give him the absolute most glowing reviews. Okay. And that happens sometimes, you know, when you try to build a channel on fandom, but also being honest, it could be tough. There are moments that that are like that. I think in in Madhouse's defense of how bad the LSU defense is. Okay, Matt House is a linebacker coach, and he probably built his LSU defense around two players being his linebackers, his off-ball linebackers. Omar Spates was sensational throughout the spring. Um, he, he he had a sensational spring game. The fall, and I heard he was fine. Okay. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I didn't need to do more research. Maybe th- that was just someone giving him a glowing reveal just for the, for the sake of it. And Harold Perkins was the off ball linebacker, and we built our system around 
these two guys. Okay, Harold Perkins is supreme talent, and the other is an all Pac-12 linebacker. Okay, so these two guys are, you know, you wouldn't think that both of them just would not be having the season that we expected them to have. And not only didn't they have it, they just didn't have it by week two. Week two was clearly evident that it wasn't going to work. Okay. Now, they're both not bad players. Of course, Omar Spates is hurt. And Harold Perkins, when he's on, he is the best playmaker on the defense and one of the best playmakers we've ever seen um, uh, at, at LSU when it comes to defensive guys who just go out there and make plays. But now I think House is just trying to you know, figure out who needs to be where. And now, you know, you were figuring, you know, going into the season that Harold Perkins is going to be one of my off-ball guys. But now it's not working. So now you got to, you know, have him be the Sam, which in theory is the nickel in the modern game. That That's not where we want him. We want him rushing off the edge. Well, you don't want him to be an every-down jack. I felt his jack linebacker snaps versus Ole Miss against the run were actually fine. Against the pass, it's pretty clear he's lacking some some nuance when it comes to his pass rushing moves. Okay, his ghost rush move is the best move in college football. It's the most unstoppable move. But you got to have more than that, and you know the teams are just playing for his ghost rush. So, I think part of it is Madhouse is just trying to figure out who is is best served where, and. For whatever reason, you know, Womack's not playing or, or whatever. So it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. Okay. Um, that uh, that the LSU defense is, 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 is sputtering right now. We don't really even have an identity. We really don't. Okay. Thank you, Rico. I appreciate it. Now, here's the funny thing. Okay. I'll say this about the film studies. I appreciate the super chat. I will always say this. And never not once have I ever said on any of the film studies that this is the um the Bible. This is the correct answer. This is just, you know, the the most powerful word or anything like that. Always understand when you watch my film studies, okay? I don't know the play calls. I don't know what's being coached. There are so many different rules that each player has to abide by for a defense in particular to work. I feel, and you know, I think a lot of film analysts would would disagree with this. I think the offensive side of the ball when it comes to film studies is easier than dissecting a defense. I really do believe it, especially considering this was my first film study that the defensive side of the football was so much more important for me to discuss than the offensive side of the football. There are so many different rules that defenders have to abide by. Now, what are the rules? Well, now in modern defenses, you have what's called split field coverages. Okay. You also have um, rules now where it's not you defend the zone you defend this man. It's if the number two receiver goes out, then the outside corner picks him up. And if the number one receiver goes vertical, you pick him up. Okay. 
there are so many different things that it's impossible for me to know. It's impossible for anyone to know unless you're in the room. Okay, same thing with quarterbacking. One guy could be wide open on the opposite side of the field, and he throw to a guy that's not open. That's not a part of the progression. It's difficult. Film studies are so difficult. And part of what makes it difficult for me, Rico, is I don't know those things. So you hear me you know, mention that. Obviously, I'm breaking it down from the broadcast angle, so you don't have the all-22 angle. I'm also trying to not – you know, I, I am I am not coachy. Like, I don't know all the terms. I don't know every passing concept or anything like that. I know what dagger is, but, you know, I don't – like, I, I couldn't list out a play or anything like that. I just try to make it as simple as, as I possibly can, so I appreciate you. Uh, I really, really, really do. Okay. Yeah, Brian, I, like I said, I don't think he's bad. I really don't. He's, I, and, and I'll tell you this. I, I'll go back to when, uh, so Brian's referencing the, the, the video about Madhouse I did at the time. Okay. I got a call from someone I trust in the industry when, when, when the video came out. Okay. And by the industry, I mean, he, he, he was an analyst at the uh, division one level. And he said, Carter, I'm, I'm just telling you right now. This guy is a freaking genius. He is a football genius. Okay. And Brian Kelly has always said this in interviews when they, they've asked him about Matt House. He's like, this guy knows so much about football. And he's been a successful coach at the NFL level, being a linebackers coach. Tyron Matthew loved him. So once again, it's not Matt House not knowing a lot about football. It's not that. Coordinating has so much to do with teaching. Coordinating has so much to do with how good your other position coaches are. Um, and one thing I think Brian Kelly is going to learn from this period is how important it is to, you know, make the right position coach hires. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry to disagree with you, Deion Sanders defense stinks. Okay, it just – I don't know what games you've been watching. I know they played USC, but their defense is not good. They can't stop the run. Now, to this, Carmani McLean looks to be the real deal. Um, but, yes, it. I wouldn't – they're better than our defense. I'll put it that way. Yeah, Danny, it's 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 – what you can do, like the Washington Post actually had a long piece on this. Okay. It's really hard. Okay. Trust me. I actually, I was actually on with, with someone um, who has access to some all 22. It's really hard to get. It, it is a black market. It's tough. And the funny thing about it, Danny girl, is with a subscription, you get all the NFL, all 22 for a hundred bucks a year. You get all of it, all of it. It, it, It's all, it's all there for you. And they don't mind if you share it or whatever. The issue, Danny girl, isn't on the schools. Okay. It's on us to tell the broadcast companies, Hey, you know, one thing that would increase your revenue is give us the option. Cause they have an all 22 camera um, at the games. What you can do, 
I'm looking at you directly into the camera. Because you can go to the broadcast companies and say, hey, number one, we want the camera angle to be zoomed out just a little bit more. That hurts you. And the second thing is, why doesn't ESPN offer a subscription where, hell, I, I would gladly pay 100 bucks a year to have all 22. For just LSU, heck, you know, for all the teams, I'd pay 500 a year. And I don't make that much money. Huh? 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 Uh, it, it does change everything. It really, really, really does. Um, I do my best with what's given to me, but it's it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. My dog's comparing it to Bo Pelini, point two. Um, I don't want to talk about Bo tonight, but I, 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 I did have a player for Pelini reach out, and he's in the media now. I don't think he would mind me naming him, but he did say, Hey Carter, this is not Bo Pelini's defense. I don't know what they're doing. And he was on uh busting with the boys and they asked him about it. And the look on his face looks like it is a story that is not one you would really want to share. Okay. But if you were to ask Bo Pelini, Hey, would you, take anything back he said hell no i'm taking my two million to the bank baby yeah steven says the db room isn't going to get fixed this year but the defense line room can't get can get pressure focus on that and play the right guys there to do it Okay. Here's another way I'm going to defend Matt House. All right. And this is this honestly is a non-negotiable. Okay. You you can't you you simply can't have a defense that missed as many tackles as LSU missed. Versus Ole Miss, okay? If you miss a tackle here or there, no big deal. Okay, there were times like in the, like let's take the 2019 game when we could not tackle Najee Harris. Okay. <laughs> I So be it. I could live with that. That was so bad, the tackling versus Ole Miss. So bad. We were slipping. We couldn't bring anyone down. And the issue wasn't that we were just not bringing people down. We weren't slowing them down. Uh, if you go, um, we do our Wednesday film study preview for Missouri. Okay. And it's super short. Shortest video we've done in quite some time. And there was a play. There was a play where Missouri's running back broke through, and the defensive lineman kind of got dragged. You know what the good thing about getting dragged is? You're slowing him down. We had nobody on our defense really just get dragged. They they weren't just missing tackles. They were just clean slipping off of them. Okay, so. Yeah, you you just 
you just gotta you just gotta make tackles. I mean, there's really uh, there's really just no other way around it. You've you've got to make plays. Um, you know, I honestly think the guys that I thought were pluses were Harold Perkins. Harold Perkins, I think, actually as as frustrating as it was to not really get his pass rush going, I thought he played pretty well uh, overall. Okay. A lot of you might not agree with that. That's perfectly fine. And I also felt Zion Alexander did some good things. Now, what I think Missouri is going to do and what frustrated me, and I got in a big debate in the comment section about this, is the one thing Ole Miss was able to get away from was the weakness of their offensive line. Alabama's defensive line pummeled their offensive line. But Ole Miss was still able to run the football. Now, why were they still able to run the football? Because they ran to the outside. They ran to the outside. They ran quick pitches to Savion Jones' side every single time. And Savion Jones' job is to squeeze down on the quick pitches. I'm still shocked that we did not adjust on that. Still shocked. And even then, if we would have adjusted, Savion still would have needed help from the second and third level defenders. Sadron can't get off a block. And he's always late to reading if the ball is a run or a pass. We don't have guys that could shed blocks. That's also a big issue. Is when a guy blocks us, we can't get off of it. All three levels. Okay. So, I, I, I got to be real. We, we've got to play more physical. We just do. And mine's going back. Well, we have some, Joseph. We do. Um, but yeah, the, the, the weird thing about it, okay, so, you know, let's take Denver Harris, right? He, he's an SEC caliber talent, right? It's not that he's not playing well. That is the case. He's not playing well. But he's not really playing smart. You know, you can go back and look at the film study. It wasn't just a third and 11 missed tackle. That was very preventable. That is a very easy tackle that he missed. It's He had a late hit out of bounds that didn't get called because uh, he whiffed the guy. And then there were just other plays where it was like, wait, what are you doing? We have got to play smarter. We, 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 we just do. We just do. Uh, the Auburn game is going to be six or six 30. They'll make the announcement on Monday. Let's hope it's six. Okay. Now. Next thing I want to get into is the offensive side of things. Um, I know there are a lot of us that really want Logan Diggs to, to, to still be the guy. Okay. I think this would be a good spot. 
Um, yeah, you know, obviously to keep him going, he still should be the 15 to 20 carry guy. But there's still a lot of season left. He played a lot of snaps. Um, I did feel at the end he was exhausted. Uh, you know, they tried him on the double move, and then he, he missed a pass protection assignment on the final play. I, I do think we need to run a few more running backs this next week. Um, and once again, they have all the exercise data. They'll know Logan's body better than me. But, you know, if you have a room of eight scholarship players, then play them, use them, okay? Trey Bradford's kind of been phased out. Armani Goodwin, there's really just no telling where he's been. Trey Holly is a clear redshirt situation. I think he'll play. I think he'll play some towards the end of the season. So that then leaves you with Josh Williams, Noah Kane, Caleb Jackson, John Emery. Now, to Stevens' point, as we brought up in our Patreon breakdown, Missouri does have the number one rush defense in the SEC. Their run defense has been pretty good. Missouri's secondary is also pretty good. Rake Straw is a very good player, number two. Number seven is probably their best player, Chris Abrams Drain. He was an LSU commit. I did find it funny when I was doing research on him, actually this offseason. Um, when he decommitted, I'll, I've always loved this when prospects do this. He said, I would like to decommit from the University of Louisiana. That is so funny. I don't know why I find that so hilarious. Uh, but he can play. He can really play. He was a wide receiver, and they moved him to DB when he got to Missouri. Um, three interceptions on the season. Really impressive. Uh, this is a really good defense. And how I feel about these two teams going into the game is I feel Missouri's offense is – a tad overvalued, and I feel like their defense could be a little undervalued. So maybe I'm totally wrong about that, you know, after watching them, you know, for a good bit this week. But, you know, they, they've they not scored 40, and their defense has been very consistent. Okay. All right, Edo. I'm going to bring on one more thing. So much of what you do defensively comes down to the offense you're playing. Okay? So, for the rest of the season, I know we said this after K.J. Jefferson, that he was the best quarterback left on LSU schedule. Ole Miss was probably the best offense left on LSU schedule. So maybe it does get a little bit easier. Maybe it does, but Missouri's offense is still very talented. I do think their defensive numbers are a little skewed because they've not played a great offense just yet. Right? Kansas State has a kind of sort of first-year quarterback, and they lost their do-it-all running back from the year before. Okay? Um, so, yeah. 
Missouri's also, um, always had some good defensive players. Michael Sam, Teddy Ray, Nick Bolton, um, Terry Beckner was a good defensive player for them. Um, who else? Who else am I thinking of? Nick Bolton is a beast. So don't forget support powerhourlsu.com with some PHL merch. Powerhourlsu.com slash shop is where you can go. Once again, if you get four shirts. You get a Joe Burrow card in the mail from yours truly. If you sign up for the PHL Patreon, you get a Joe Burrow card in the mail from yours truly. Okay? So Mick says, I would take a martini glass. Why would you take a martini glass when you can have your new everyday coffee mug? Be a PHL mug. And every time you drink, you could be like, well, I'm supporting my favorite YouTuber. Okay. Good to have Rico back in the chat. Always good, man. Always, always, always good. There we go. It's not a coffee mug, it's a shot mug. Sibley is a Sibley actually drinks out of his PHL mug every day. Now, let's see where we are on supers. Okay. We're about 70 away. Giving out a Justin Jefferson mosaic rookie card tonight if we get to the Hundo mark. Give it out to one lucky viewer. Come on, my dog. He looks a little better this year. He's been the best QB in the sport last couple of weeks. I don't think there was really ever one time last year when you watched Jaden Daniels or you're like, okay, this guy is a top five QB in college football. Now he had some big moments. But, yeah, I mean, the improvement is crazy. He's gotten vertical. Now. No, oh, come on, real Edo. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, you guys know me. I love me. I love me some Gary Nussmeier. Uh, I think next year we'll run more twelve personnel. I really do think so. We'll unleash Kamarion Pimpton, baby. It'll be the Kamarion Pimpton Mason Taylor offense. Let's go. Why not? Why the F not? Let's go to Ethan. How many yards passing do you think LSU is going to get against Missouri? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd put the over-under right now for Jaden Bryant like, like 288.5. It'll probably be somewhere around there. Uh, 
what I could do, Ethan, is I can actually get his over-under total for you real quick right here. Okay? Don't forget, if you want to support PHL, you can check out Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code CARTER. And guess what? Oh, look, I was close. I was really freaking close. I swear I did not see this earlier. I swear I was just throwing a number out there. So uh, the experts have Jaden Daniels at 290.5. So you go to Underdog Fantasy, sign up using my promo code. You can get a higher here. Uh, Logan Diggs. Of course, I'm going higher there. Oh, look, there's like a 1.5x. Okay. We'll do that. For Kyron Lacey scoring a TD. Actually, we won't do that. And I got to get an opposite side. There you go. So you can put five in, five to win 30. There you go. Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Promo code Carter. Goes a long freaking way. Okay? Let's see. There you go. There you go. There you go. And look, this is super diehard PHL action. Watching on the big screen. This is from a while back. Marcus holding it down. Gotta love it. Uh, Army does not run the triple option anymore. Yeah, Michael B., we're going to need to get a few stops. In theory, you can outscore him, right? Like Brian Kelly said, Jaden, if we convert on those final drives, we still win the game. Okay? But we could not stop the rudimentary stuff. That's the thing. If we were playing Patrick Mahomes and he was just doing and one mixtape throws, sure, we can live with it. But this was just simple tackling. And they're a good offense. You give them credit. Uh, Ethan, Ethan's got a rig? Let's go. I like the doggo too, man. Y'all, y'all... Okay. I, I, I hope American Patriot's in here. I don't know. So, you know, American Patriot had that $6,000 vet bill earlier this year. $6,000 vet bill. Like, if that were the case with my dog, I would not be able to do it. Like, how is that even possible? So, Z had to go get her shots this week. And they're, they're pretty pricey. So shout out to the PHL dog owners. And I was like, wait, what? And we gotta do these, we gotta do these shots every year. And I love my vet. I do. I do. But I still can't ever get over the six thousand thousand dollar vet bill. With a T. Player X take for a super chat. 
Any topic you want to get to, Player X, we'll get to it. And everybody, welcome to the channel. Opinions. I almost said Oppenheimer. Good movie. But then again, I'm a Christopher Nolan supporter. Okay. No, it's not done for Jaden. It's not. In theory. If he keeps playing the, w- the way that he's playing. And we are a, a three-loss, four-loss team. He will still be in New York because his numbers would be so unbelievably ridiculous. Like his numbers would be like Kyler Murray level numbers. Um, so, yeah, I mean – it's not done for him if you keep playing the way that he's playing. Like, for instance, I think – so he won SEC Offensive Player of the Week versus Mississippi State, which was deserved. Then he won SEC Offensive Player of the Week versus Arkansas, which I thought should have gone to Malik Neighbors. Okay? He didn't play great in that first half. But – it is without question he should have been SEC Player of the Week last week over Jackson Dart. Now, Jackson Dart was fantastic, but I felt like Jaden did more. Right, He had to make tougher throws because their defense actually had a pulse. Jackson Dart had a few more wide-open things, and look, he was great. It wasn't egregious, uh, so I take that back. It wasn't egregious that Jackson Dart got over Jaden Daniels, but... Still, and they had to give it to the Kentucky running back who rushed for 260 yards. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, if if Jaden continues playing the way that he's playing and the numbers are still ridiculous, he's got a good shot of still going to New York. Yeah. What's up, Pigeon Forge? Pigeon Forge. Well, you've been stunting on me lately, bro. It's all good, baby. Okay. So you want more Jefferson Wingo? I'm I'm fine with more Jefferson. And I'm fi- I'm fine with, you know, a steadier rotation. I do want to see, like for me, I think watching the game, Mason Smith just had no energy in that fourth quarter. He played 80-plus. I mean, we played 80-plus plays up to that point. I would like to see um, 
somebody else other than Savian Jones at that opposite end, whether that be Womack or 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 even Jefferson. I'd I'd be interested to see him there. Um because we, we really got pushed off the ball there. Okay. You been sick, man. Well, shoot me a message, man. Catch me up. It's good to have you back, man. Chat's always better with you, bro. Oh, you don't get the old Miss jersey? Well, I actually was changing out the Jamal Adams jersey for something else, and I just forgot. But there ain't nothing wrong with Deuce McAllister. I would never get Deuce McAllister shamed. Heck, I got two Ole Miss jerseys up up here. I got Joe Burrow hurtling an Ole Miss defender. BT. I love BT, man. Great interview during the uh, during my media years down in the BR, baby. Okay, tell him, Josh. So what? He played for Ole Miss. Hell, Mark Ingram played in Alabama. He was a great saint. Yeah, Joseph, I know you've mentioned a bunch of deep-cut guys. I just don't think it's happening. Scotty, your Mesa's fit doesn't look explosive like he's looked like. Andrew messed his game up, possibly. Okay, so let's start with the first thing about the type of injury he had. Normally, you're not your true self until two years after the injury. I don't know exactly why that's the case, but we've seen it in particular in football. Okay. But yeah, you know, he's not, he's not looked the same. He just hadn't. Um, He did make a few good plays in that Ole Miss game. He jacked the center up uh, pretty bad in the fourth quarter and, and made a huge stop for us. He just got to shed some blocks and make some more plays when he gets some one-on-one opportunity. I don't think at this point, Ethan, he's played poorly. The the only snaps where I thought he should not have been in the game was the final drive of the fourth quarter. He had nothing left in the tank. Nothing. Um, But, yeah, you know, our entire defensive line needed a fresh voice in there with Pete Jenkins coming in. And, obviously, he's just an analyst. But we've got to be better. We just do, okay? Um, so, there you go. Let's go to Player X Super Chat here. Yeah, I want to see more zero. So, I understand, like, zero doesn't make a whole lot of sense. When our defense has not been able to tackle at all, okay, 
But my retort to that would be this. Part of our tackling issues have been when we've had to run up and tackle somebody, right? More often than not, when you're playing zero, you're right on top of a person when you're getting ready to tackle them, whether you're playing off or if you're just playing press man. Um, so we got to stop on a fourth down with the zero blitz with the Yates. So, yeah, hopefully we do see more of that. And I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Nothing else is working. And obviously, if you miss a tackle on a zero blitz, they're going to score. That's just how it works. But it's effective. You're always going to get home. The quarterback has got to play quick. It is impossible to protect it um, long enough for a long developing play. I'd have to go back and look at it. I, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on that play. Um, Jay Red, he's getting ready to make the drive, baby. Or the flight to Mizzou. So there you go. Now, you want my true opinion? What's up, Jared? Thank you for the super chat. You want my true opinion on Ryan Yates and his potential of playing quite a bit in this next game? I tell you that right after this. PHL Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to LouisianaControls.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. All right, so Ryan Yates could play a lot in this next game. He's not an outside corner. Okay, so he's going to play one of three positions. He's going to play either one of the safety positions or he's going to play the nickel. Okay. Um, that sounds like a plan to me. Let's see what he can do. One thing I, I think a lot of our secondary has struggled with is just playing in space. And... 
to me, like Yates is a very, very heady player. He played on a great high school program in Geyer, uh, Geyer High School in Texas. Um, but when it comes to just athleticism, that's not like his calling card. He's got great ball skills. I always viewed him as more of a year two guy, but he needs to be a year one guy right now. So hopefully uh, we, we see Ryan Yates come out and, and, and ball out, but he's going to get his opportunity. Okay. Dante wants to see Major Burns play the nickel. There you go. Uh, let's see. We're about 30 away until the Justin Jefferson get away. Okay. 30 away. You're right, Pigeon Forge. They do need to fly around and start making more plays. You are correct. Let me see. Ryan Yates. What's up, Pigeon Forge? Thank you for the super chat. You get to pick the next topic. Go right on ahead. In terms of adjusted EPA per play, we do. The only... Um, the only defense that is worse than us in FBS is UMass. Okay, the fighting Marcus Canby's. UMass. The only one. Let that sink in. You freaking mass. How does that make sense? Somebody explain that to me. So Pigeon Ford says we got to get this one and start on a run. Let me ask you this. Type Y for yes, type in for no. Do you feel LSU can win out the rest of the way? Type Y for yes, type in for no. Player X doesn't believe. 
everybody welcome Jed to the channel. Justin says yes. Michael B says no. I'm not saying do you think that's going to happen? I'm saying do you think it is plausible? Chase, one of our new, I believe, patrons. What's up, Chase? Let's go. And he says no. I actually agree with Pegasus, and we, we rarely agree. Let's go to Jared. Jared says, yes, I believe that they can. I think it's plausible. There's only one team that's going to be favored against you the rest of the way. Richard, what's good, bro? Uh, Yeah. Let's go to Sibley. Thank you as always. Sibley always, you know, he's always going to Super Chat 20. Go to your Super Chat 20. You get that burnt orange look. And Sibley, in honor of this Super Chat, we're going to take a look at some of the other SEC games. And yes, I call Texas Oklahoma an SEC game. Okay. Carter, do you think that the Tigers have a much better team than Missouri? If defense does not play well, and I think they will, can the Tigers just outscore Missouri? Um, let, let's start from back to front. They can outscore Missouri. Because the one thing I, I was wrong about is LSU can win in shootouts. They do have an offense that can win in shootouts. I don't feel that is Jaden's game. I don't feel that's really his style uh, of quarterback play. He is a little bit more controlled. He's not as much of a let it rip kind of guy. Because think about it, two of, two of his big touchdowns in these last two games, especially in the second half, were on offsides, right? So that is a, a throw that, uh, that, that anyone – could toss up there and make and not actually it get picked. Okay. So the throws weren't a throw that anyone could make. It's just anyone could throw it and it get picked and it not matter. Okay. I don't think shootouts are, are what Jaden likes to do, but he can win shootouts. And this LSU offense is good enough to outscore Missouri. So yes, they could win a 41 to 38 kind of game. They could. Now, do I think the Tigers have a much better team than Missouri? The answer to that is no. They We don't have a much better team. Now, it also depends on your definition of a much better team. I do think LSU has a better team, but they're definitely not much better. Okay? Wide receivers. It's close. Okay, LSU's number one and number two receivers are better than the one and two receiver for Missouri. Missouri's got a really good number three, a true freshman, number 17. His name slips my mind. Tight end, we have them. Offensive lines, I, I think we have them. Quarterbacks, we have them. Running backs, pretty even. They got good running backs. I still think we have better running backs. But defensively, the biggest disparity between the two teams is, their, is the secondaries. 
They have a top three SEC secondary. We have one of the worst secondaries we've ever seen in the SEC. Not in terms of talent, but just based on what we've seen. Linebacker, obviously, they got us. And Tyrone Hopper, number eight, is a really good football player. And defensive line, it's it's pretty even. Pretty even. But they're playing better up front than we are. But they've also not played anyone. Now, simply where it gets interesting is kicker. Ramos is a very good kicker. Okay? But Mevis is the best kicker in the SEC. Okay? So, and he's at home. He, he can get a little rattly on the road. So we went through position by position. I do think LSU's got the better team. Uh, just, God, their defense is, is is good, not great. Our defense is abysmal. Let's go to Black OT. Shout out to Black OT and D and all his family. Super Dads of PHL. Good to see you. I need my corners to corner. Don't need the line to back or defend the line. Zayas first with PBUs, but number two is Greg Brooks. Did not know that. That's a good, that's why I love Blanco T. He's always giving us these stats and this insight that only he could give us. And that's a problem. He says, give me Welsh, Zay Alexander, Stamps, and Harris. Seems so simple to me, it's frustrating. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Zay Alexander's been a really good player for us. He, he just has been. Now, notice I said really good. He's not been great. Like, I think, of course, Jarek and Gardner were, were better corners for us last year. But Zai had, had some big plays for us versus Ole Miss, so we do need him. Opposite Zai Alexander, I at this point, I would probably start Ashton Stamps. Um, this is not a good LaTerrence Welsh game because Luther Burden... So when okay, so Luther Burden, when he started his career at Missouri, he was not really a deep ball receiver. They only threw screens and reverses. He did not catch anything deep. This year it's been a little bit more deep stuff. But still, his bread and butter is the short game. Him catch it and make something happen after the catch. Okay. It's kind of like Kayshawn. Him and Kayshawn are very similar players. Um, so if that's the case, I do not want LaTerrence Welsh guarding him because LaTerrence Welsh is not a tackler. That's not his game. He's good when he's going up against guys that like to get over the top. He's, he's probably got some of the best ball skills on the team. So at this point, I, I'm. I'm with Zy Alexander and Ashton Stamps. I'm not sure if Denver Harris is playable right now. I'm not sure. I am not sure. Okay. Um, But he's going to play. The thing about Denver Harris is I just want him to play smarter. Just do the simple things. That's all you got to do. Okay. So now. We have hit the hundo mark, and we are going to give out a Justin Jefferson rookie card right here. Okay? Giving this one out, Mosaic rookie card. 
And we'll do it after this Blanco T Super Chat. Actually, he dropped the same one. Thank you so much, Blanco T. I really appreciate it. Um, so let's go ahead and give this out. And the guy that I am giving this card to is... Let's see. Who do I want to give this to? Let's 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 go. This guy's been a big chatter. Uh, he's been one of our biggest supporters. Now, the issue is he is a letter avatar, and you guys know I don't like the letter avatars. Okay, I like to see y'all's beautiful faces, but. We're going to give this out to Justin McVicker. He's one of our newer PHLs. Just to let you know, Justin, congratulations. You get the Jay Jettis. We're looking at an all-time great football player right here. I mean, how many offensive players in the NFL right now are better than him? That is not a quarterback. Nobody. You make a case for Christian McCaffrey, but... Congrats, Justin. All you have to do, Justin, is send me an email with your address, powerhourlsu at gmail.com. Congratulations, man. I think you deserve it. I've seen you in here a lot. And, um, you know, I, I give the cards out more often than not to people that have been rocked with me for a while. But now I want to um, spread the love to some of our newer viewers. Third and 17. Now, here's the thing. Michael B. wanted it. So, Justin, you better hurry up and send me an email with your address. Because if not, Michael B. Michael B. is our biggest Justin Jefferson collector on this channel. And he's also the only person who who knows what my super secret LSU special collectible is. Okay? And it's not a Justin Jefferson card. So... Michael B., obviously, that stays between us. So, there you go. Now, we're actually going to take it to another level. We're going to take it to another level here on PHL. Okay. We're going to take it to another freaking level. Yes, even so, I actually ended up giving that out to somebody else, uh, because you you weren't around at the end, and someone else said that they really wanted the Whitworth card. So, Stephen, if you shoot me an email, I I could I actually that was my last Andrew Whitworth card. I don't have any more. Hand hand, hand on the Bible, okay. So, uh, Stephen, hit hit me up, shoot me an email, and I will I, I'll 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 send you something. PowerHourLSU at gmail.com. Hit me up, man. We'll get you all set up. Now, I do I do want to go one extra. I do want to go one extra mile here. Okay. Hook it up, my guy. Uh once again, Justin, power hour LSU at gmail.com. That's where you can go. Okay. So yeah. Uh we'll do another Justin Jefferson giveaway. Um, pretty soon. He's always obviously very popular. 
you know, I've noticed the players that uh, when I do the hundo challenge, the players that actually get there, huh? Oh, you got, you got some, you got some bonus Janice. You're lucky, William. Lucky. But yeah, I've given out a lot of my Jefferson collection. I got to replenish. Now, Skylar Green, I do. I do. Let me see. I have Skylar Green autograph here. I quite literally ripped a pack today and I pulled this sick Terrace Marshall. I should be giving out a Terrace Marshall card because he actually destroyed Missouri. You know who else had some sick Missouri highlights was Darius Geis. Yeah, I just gave out my Skylar Green autograph. I just, I just, I just get, I just gave mine out. Yeah, Joseph's just collecting eBay, all that stuff. But honestly, I also go to shows. We've done, um, we've done. Um, what is it? And Stephen, once again, shoot me an email: powerhourlsu at gmail .com. I'll send you whichever player you want. Um, even though I don't have a Whitworth, I can I could find another one somewhere. Gotta get a better Whitworth collection, but I've given a lot of those out. Swagoo, yeah, I got Swagoo in here. <laughs> Michael, I, I understand. I it's always it's always weird, Dan. If I got a Justin Jefferson card. When I went to school with Marshall. Oh, Terrace Marshall. Yes. Number 88. There you go. That's good. That's good. Let me see. I hate when I I hate when I give away cards I just pulled. But I'm in a given mood tonight. I'm feeling good. I feel like I need to give out more stuff tonight because, like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. When LSU loses, it does hurt me, but I'm a big-picture guy, and I understand how much better our football programs had it than every other non-Alabama football program. So I still think I need to give out more stuff tonight. So – Ethan, I'm going to give you this one. Send me an email, Ethan. You're going to get this Terrace Marshall card. If you went to high school with them, I definitely got to send it to you, man. Hit me up, powerhourlsu at gmail.com. Hell, I got to give out a Jamar card now. I got to go, I got to give out a Jamar card. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. I, I, I just gave out a chase not too long ago. 
So I got to send out three. So Steven, send me an email. I'm going to get you all set up. So Ethan, shoot me an email. We're going to send you that Terrace Marshall. And look, you're getting a little refractor action here. Yeah, you get a little get a little refractor on there. Congrats, man. You deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> Michael B's got to be cracking up in the Ice Age. Tell him, Michael B, y'all didn't have gloves back in the day. Y'all played barehanded. Y'all played with leather helmets. Speaking of old school, I'm going to say it again. R.I.P. Dick Buckus. Cold-blooded, bro. Dick Buckus was also just funny. On Twitter, he was so funny. He lived a crazy fun life. Yeah, let me give out this Terrace Marshall. Now, I was going to save this to a little bit later, make sure I got these emails. <laughs> Michael B's number was LXX. <laughs> oh my God. That is so funny. Uh, RIP Joe Delaney. Oh, yeah, Ethan's driving. All right, Ethan, if you are on. Social media, I am also Power Hour LSU. Okay. Power Hour LSU at gmail.com or Power Hour LSU on Twitter, Instagram. And you can send me a Facebook message. Power Hour LSU. Well, I think BTJ's got some cards coming up pretty soon. And of course, I will be a heavy buyer of those. Heavy is 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 well within my budget, though. Yeah, the Joe Delaney story is so good. I'm world class. I got some swagoo cards. I do. 
Let me see. I don't want to get up again. I've been doing too much card stuff. Oh, you thought I was frozen? Thought I was Elsa? This is one of my favorite cards right here. This one's never been opened. This uh, Rohan Davy. I've shown this. It's just a cool card. Got a nice little refractor finish to it. Rohan rookie card. These tops cards from the early uh, 2000s. I thought something happened. Oh, was that banned? Hey, uh, Ethan, just follow me. So just shoot me a message on there, Ethan. Yeah, deep thought. So, so I've had. Um, so my wife's been mad at me, y'all. She's been mad at me, and she she's been having these dreams. I've not been having these dreams. She's been having these dreams that I moved away to Chicago and just left her behind. I'm, I'm living in a loft in Chicago. What am I supposed to do about that? I can't control what she thinks about at night. But it's somehow my fault. How is it my fault? Yeah, Stephen, one final time. Make sure you email me. We'll get you all set up. What what but but that's the thing. What am I apologizing for? <laughs> what am I supposed to do about that? I love Chicago. Apparently they they they've been crushing it tonight. It's not really that bad, though. She's kind of been joking about it. She's kind of been joking about it. But it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still funny to me. It's like, you know, when, when you, we've all had them, when you, when you've had those, those dreams, you know, what kind of dreams I'm talking about. Yeah, those dreams. You can't control what you dream. You can't. This isn't freaking Inception. Your name isn't freaking Cobb. There, 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 there's, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Jared, Nicole's mad at Jared. Nicole. Um, but yeah, now... I do want to bring this up. We've touched on pretty much everything LSU at this point. Um, let's take a look at, uh, for Sibley's sake, let's take a look at all the big games in college football this weekend. We normally like to do that on a Thursday. Richard said he sent me a $5 Super Chat and didn't show up. All right, if for some reason, like, the Super Chats don't go through, uh, you can always send me a Venmo or Cash App. And the good thing about that is I get that immediately. So, 
this is going to sound crazy, but the super chats you send me, I actually don't get that until the 21st of the next month of November, as crazy as that sounds. But I can't complain because I love YouTube. I wouldn't I wouldn't trade this for anything. Um, let's take a look at the big games this weekend. So Texas Oklahoma is a, a, kind of a weird game for me. I if for, my gut is telling me Texas. I, I went with Texas against the number versus Kansas last week, and my gut is just telling me Texas is going to win this by two scores. Um. Once again, Oklahoma's got a really good team. Venables has done a great job coaching this unit. But I also think Oklahoma's schedule is a little bit of fool's gold, if you ask me. Um, I just think Texas is a more battle-tested team, and I think they'll, I think they'll win by two scores. Uh, the rest of this is, is tough, right? Like Florida State, Virginia Tech. I kind of like Virginia Tech to keep it close. And then we get to... Well, let's first talk about this Oklahoma-Texas game. Okay. Shh. I can see D getting mad at Black OT. All right, Steven. Thank you, man. I'm going to get you all set up, brother. Uh, married life, man. Let me see. There you go. I just got a photo with one of y'all. Um, I sold, I think, my final hat. And Sibley, you're already down there? Let's go. Simply, I should have I should have gone with you to the Red River rivalry. I was thinking about it, but of course, you know, LSU plays at 11. I've always wanted to go to a Red River game. Steven, for some reason, I haven't gotten your email yet. That's okay, though. It might come through. Oh, Sibley. Sibley coming in hot, bro. Coming in hot. Sibs. I thought you were going to come in as a balanced Texas fan, but no. He says, blow the good years off Oklahoma. Blow the fire stones off Oklahoma. I, blow the Michelins off of Oklahoma. He said, we're, 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 we're tiring these bad boys. Ah. 
Player X. What's good? Okay, we gotta put Player X with that. Look at that. Switched up the photo. Look at the fam. Gotta love it. 34-27. Gotta love it. I've 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 gotta check out the Red River. Uh, someone said Oklahoma, Georgia, Kentucky. I think Georgia's going to blow them out. I really do. Um, I never trust Mark Stoops in this spot. For some reason, I think Minnesota is going to challenge Michigan. I have no reason as to why, but I just think that they do. I also think Louisville, Notre Dame is going to be a weird game. And I'm not just saying this just to troll. I'm not. I'm just not sold on the Marcus Freeman hire just yet. Anytime a coach doesn't have the proper number of players on the field, I I, I start questioning things. PowerHourLSU at gmail.com or at PowerHourLSU on Twitter or Instagram. Jared's like in the pigs. Arkansas in this spot. I think, I think, you know, you know, it's weird. Like you have these SEC matchups where one team just always gives you hell. And during the Sam Pittman reign, one of the more dominant, like head coaching matchups has been Sam Pittman versus Lane Kiffin. So Sam Pittman blew out Lane Kiffin in 2020, just blew the brakes off of them. Then, in 2021, Sam Pittman lost by one, okay? Arkansas had a game-winning two-point conversion try, and they didn't get it. And they put up 51 points in Oxford with KJ Jefferson. Then in 2022, Arkansas blew the brakes off of Ole Miss again. So for whatever reason, Sam Pittman is just blowing teams out that are coached by Lane Kiffin. Two out of three times, and the other time you put up 51 in a loss. 
So recent history would tell you that this game is going to be close, right? I'm not sure. Arkansas struggling. They're beaten down. The morale is down. The fans have already jumped ship, getting ready for basketball season. Ethan, who's your cousin for Texas? Who's your cousin for LSU? Let me know. Yeah, Bo Davis, a lot of LSU flavor on that staff, a lot. But there's a lot of that. You know, Zach Menberger is an analyst in Alabama. You know, it's, it's weird how that stuff works out, right? I'm telling you, Michael B has been the Texas whisperer, and he doesn't even like Texas. 34-27. So we all have Texas covering. There's not a single one of you that think Oklahoma is going to win. Now, here's what we're going to do. Oh, Dante. I love it. Now, as you're going to do in the next five to 10 minutes, I will uh, answer as many questions as I possibly can. But if you super chat, oh, it's so sad. I hated to hear that, Ethan. Um, Chase Pittman. I remember Chase Pittman. Famous QB is hurt. Jalen Milrow. And Sibley thinks Famous is going to win out. Are you sure about that?
Chase Pittman with the Browns. The over. Austin Deculus putting in work. Let's go. I love it. Oh, for LSU, Missouri, 21 to 7. I'd, I'd put it about a two or three. Yeah, I, I like I like that player X. Let me think about that. Uh, so I since since we're here, I got off on a pause. I got um before we get out of here. Once again, if you have any, if you super chat, we'll go for a little bit longer. Um. I did have an interesting phone call today. It was a phone call from uh, an LSU source. And I won't, I won't say who just yet, but an LSU icon is um, 
is interested in um, jumping on the channel. Now, is he an all-time, all-time LSU great? No, he's not. But he's very iconic. So, uh, hopefully that happens. Um, you know, I proposed a date. We're just working on getting everything finalized. And they're like, hey, we like what you're doing. And we'd love to be a part of it. So, I said, hell yeah. I think a lot of people would love to have you on here. That is not T-Bot. T-Bot's never been on here before. Hey, we got to change that pretty soon. Why is my fantasy luck so bad? Oh, I know, Pegasus. If there's anything that'll get an LSU live stream going, It's Pegasus asking for sympathy on his fantasy stream. Now, yeah, I guess you just have to play in a league that takes the high score. Like, you could do a fantasy league where you still have the win-loss thing, but each and every week, the top seven scores get a win or a loss. And you get a win or a loss if you actually won your matchup. Okay? So, you can have a week where you go 2-0, and 1-1, or 0-2. Right? Um, so, essentially, you're playing two games every week. Or you could just join Underdog Fantasy and play best ball, which is the best form of fantasy football. You guys know I don't have a gazillion sponsors. I always try to be uh, as, um, as as like straightforward as I possibly can with like interruptions and, and all that. Uh, but yeah, Underdog Fantasy. That's why I like them. Best ball. And they're doing more drafts right now. Week six for the rest of the season. That's true, Tammy, uh, Danny girl. I think I think we do fine to get to Alabama's offense, not Texas A&M. Pegasus says, who else do I complain to? Everyone in my league just laughs at me. Yeah, true. So that everyone in your league, you, you, you want to complain to the 65 other people that are probably furious right now saying, well, why are we stopping to talk about Pegasus Fantasy Player X wants T-Bob on here. Tiger Boy wants Jacob on here. I've been on their show before, plenty of times. Once when they're actually hosting, but I'm normally the guy that they bring in for fill-in. So there you go. Once again, as we always like to do,
want to shout out our super de duper chatters. Steven, Danny Girls, Steven again, Rico, Ethan, Player X holding it down. Opinions. Okay, I, I got it now. Jared A, uh, Pigeon Forge, Sibs, Black OT. There you go. Uh, I'm too PG for T-Bomb. I am not PG. I'll tell you that. I keep it clean on here, uh, Joseph, for a lot of reasons. Um, mainly because, like, I think when it comes to just doing, like, a general sports show, there's no point in doing, like, all the cursing and all that stuff. But, yeah, I, I could... I can definitely drop an F bomb. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, but I try to keep it family friendly. I do. I do. My mama watches the show. Are you only trying to get Rosillo on here? I can ask. Obviously, a lot of fun spending some time with him last week. So there you go. Now, what I need you to do is it's a leap of faith because it's a it's a lot of work to do this on top of the LSU stuff. Um, I'm still always going to do the LSU stuff, right? This is my favorite thing to do, but I am putting more videos out on the SEC channel, and I actually posted one um, today on the SEC channel that uh, I did on Missouri. So check it out, Power Hour SEC. Go subscribe, ring the bell. I'm about to just start posting like just a ton of content on there, and I'm thinking about changing it to Power Hour College Football. Do more teams than just the SEC. So there you go. All right. Hey, hey. Power. Hour. LSU. Boom. If you guys do me a favor, please go follow my Twitter at Carter the Power and at Power Hour LSU. And tonight, we are doing a slam and salmon. Let's go. Let's go.